0: And welcome to the latest episode of the Next Report podcast. Uh, check us out on thenextreport.com. Um, I'm recording uh, from my phone so I can just transfer the audio over and it, it'll be a little, little bit e- easier to edit. Um, this episode is going to mainly focus on the Royal Rumble. Um, first you're going to hear Stephen Kelly's thoughts and then you're going to hear my thoughts. Um, and my thoughts are going to be pulled from the YouTube video that was recorded, um, streamed and recorded, uh, basically right after the pay-per-view, practically. Um, so if things seem a little bit screwy time-wise, he didn't record until, uh, well, well after the show had ended. Um... There, there's been some kind of, you know, some detours in our lives that kind of prevented us from, you know, being on the show together, so to speak. And there will be a bit more of a delay and it will become obvious why in the coming months. But all around good news for him, um, which, you know, you can find out more about that um, if you go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thenextreport, um, we'll link to that on thenextreport.com. Uh, we have in a couple instances, but we're going to make a permanent link uh, in the very near future. Um, become a patron of ours today just for just a dollar a month. Basically comparable to a lot of you know magazine subscriptions for an entire year thereabouts. Um, but for a dollar a month, um, you, you'll have exclude, you know, first of all, I will send you a personal thank you for helping us get to the next level and you'll get access to the exclusive uh, newsletter. And that'll, that'll allow you to see some behind the scenes stuff of what's been going on and, and and watch as we grow and everything else. So, um, anyway, first, here's his thoughts. After you hear his thoughts, there'll be maybe a couple seconds of, you know, silence, and then it'll transition into my thoughts. Um, before we get started, um, I I too was somewhat disappointed that Samoa Joe did not debut at the Royal Rumble, but... Uh, lately, it kind of makes sense as to why, um, the way he came out and just, uh, blistered Seth Rollins and just absolutely destroyed him, apparently. Um, just, it was incredible. <laughs> and that that's, you know, a great way to build him up to something major. Um, and hopefully they don't just throw AJ Styles away, um on some stupid gimmick match, but we'll see what happens. Um, it's been an unpredictable month for World Wrestling Entertainment, and that's that's a good thing, I think. Anyway, uh, here's Stephen Kelly's thoughts. It will be followed up with mine. So here we go.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the Supplemental Knicks Report audio feature. My name is Stephen Kelly. Um, Thomas asked me to chime in on Royal Rumble 2017, a recent wrestling pay-per-view offered by World Wrestling Entertainment, that is WWE. And I figured might as well talk about it. I didn't get a chance to record with Thomas because I ended up having to leave partially through the middle of it and uh did not get to watch it all in one continuous shot so other than that um i have some decent views here um so first off we had three matches on the pre-show which was kind of weird i i understand why they do that but i kind of wish they would have figured out a way to maybe put those matches on the regular pay-per-view i know they're trying to you know, the feasibility of a pre show used to be that it would be for free on pay per view and it would be enticing you to get the actual pay per view. But, um, the pay per view market's pretty much toast at this point for these kind of events. And WWE Network is mainly the place to go. So it sort of acts like a, uh, you know, some sort of, um, additional content on the network, which is cool, but it just kind of seems like they have a tendency to take matches and just cram them in there that people want to see. Or in this case, it's like three random Raw or SmackDown matches they put in. Now, one cool thing that sort of happened was I did like Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson getting the tag team titles for the Raw brand. Um, while I'm a huge fan of Cesaro, I think that Gallows and Anderson have been kind of gotten a short stick a little bit when it comes to their WWE run. Um, They were both very good in every federation they've pretty much been in, even in the case of Gallows previously in WWE, but for whatever reason, they kind of always end up getting chumped out constantly. So having them get a little bit of recognition, hopefully that's a step in the right direction for them being a actual decent force instead of the weird almost Degeneration X wannabe, trying to be funny, but they're not thing. I recall here recently, uh, Thomas and I actually went to a WWE Raw taping, and one of the segments they had was perhaps one of the worst segments that they've had in 2016, which was the Anderson and Gallows versus New Day, uh, quote-unquote the old day skit, where they had three old guys, well, three like 20-year-olds dressed up like old men come out and try to be funny, and it seemed to last an eternity. So let's less less of that, more being cool. As for the actual pay-per-view, matches were really good. Um, you had Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. You had Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, surprisingly decent. Neville and Rich Swan. which I will say, if you haven't been watching 205 Live, uh, WWE's cruiserweight show, do yourself a favor and watch it. Neville has turned heel and is awesome. Um, they never gave Neville any chance to talk whatsoever, except for NXT. It seems like he's really broadened his uh, scope a little bit, and he's doing really well. Um, to me, match of the night was John Cena versus AJ Styles. AJ Styles has been one of my favorites since 2002, when I first, uh, my friends and I first got the inaugural TNA pay per view. We saw this this. Guy come out that I barely remembered from WCW and proceeded to just blow us away. So here it is, number of years later, fifteen years later, and he's still going at it. And Cena, you know, I used to not really care much for Cena, but Cena has become such a workhorse in WWE. He cannot do a bad match. It seems like, you know, throwing out moves like the Code Red and his uh, Springboard Stunner and stuff like that. It's, you know, if you know what you're getting with Cena, he can always go with pretty much anybody, make anybody look good. He does have a tendency still to be super Cena and win, but in this case, um, AJ's beat him multiple times. So it's not like he's just dominated this whole thing. In fact, uh, one of the jokes going on was that here was, uh, styles had been just completely trouncing Cena every single time he went in before he had to leave for a while. For TV and injury and everything. Um, Let's see. Next up on the list was the Royal Rumble. This Rumble was pretty decent, I will say. I was kind of confused by the lack of surprises that were in it. You know, it was really nice seeing um, Jack Gallagher from 205 Live show up. And it was nice to see Undertaker and Goldberg. But the problem is, we knew almost every single person that was going to be in it, so there really wasn't any big surprises. Usually they try to have a returning like veteran or someone coming in that has been injured or something. I was really hoping that we were going to see the return of Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, possibly. You know, There's a number of people that could have come in. I did want to say that the addition of having Ty Dillinger jump to the main roster seemingly and coming in at number 10 was great. I've been saying for like a couple weeks now that that'd be a giant missed opportunity if that didn't happen. And the fact that Dillinger recently lost um, a series of matches to Eric Young in NXT kind of made me assume that he was going to be coming over. But other than that, um, the, the match itself had some really good spots and had some fun things in it. I'm not, I I saw on the internet a bunch of people are butthurt about Randy Orton ultimately winning the Royal Rumble, which I'm not too worried about. What I am worried about is that this past year with Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family has actually been the first time in quite a while that I've actually been interested in Randy Orton. Usually I find him incredibly boring, and I have not been a fan of his since probably, well, God, for 10 years probably. So seeing that he's winning this, And they've basically broken apart the Wyatt family at this point. And we're going to probably see Randy Orton fight John Cena for the 53rd time. Not too excited, really. Um, They could surprise me. They might do some kind of weird match. But for the most part, it's just not... Orton-Cena was never like a flare steamboat to me. It was never a match where I was that excited for. Because between those two and Edge... About 10 years ago, there was a period where three people had the belt constantly. The belt changed. You know, the the reason Cena is a 16-time champion now, which I forgot to mention, but he now has surpassed Ric Flair, is because they hotshotted the belt around constantly back then. And it was basically just trading them off. And I'm just not excited about it. Um, I saw a lot of people saying they thought that Taker should win. Let's get real. That wasn't going to happen. Um... I kind of wish that they would have done more surprises with it. This kind of reminded me of a a Royal Rumble that I actually saw live in St. Louis. It was uh, the one from 2011 where it was kind of a, eh, Rumble with not a lot of good spots. And Sheamus ultimately ended up winning. And while it wasn't bad, it was one of those situations where, you know, we were leaving and we're just kind of like, huh, okay, Sheamus, you know. So, here we go with... Cena Orton probably for the 600th time and uh, you never know it might end up being good. they might throw someone else in. I'm not a gigantic Roman reigns fan so I'm glad that it appears that's not gonna happen. you know they might end up doing a storyline where Seth Rollins gets pissed off that he's been uh, left out of the out to dry and he gets in there. I honestly think he's gonna wrestle Triple H at mania. There's any number of things that could happen. You know, we've still got months before WrestleMania. They could, you know, bring Finn Balor back tomorrow for all I know. Hell, they usually do that kind of stuff. When people are starting to predict things online, they have a tendency to hold it off for a couple days just to mess with people. So, I would not be surprised if something like that happens. But anywho, that's pretty much my two cents. I'll, uh you know, get ready for possibly having another podcast later on. Um, Thomas and I are talking about maybe talk, uh, discussing wrestling in 2016. Um, another thing that's going to be happening here soon is I'm going to, once I get moved, I'm going to be moving again, going to hopefully be able to have a little bit of a area that I can use as a studio and going to try to start doing some more content for both myself and for Nick's report. So look forward to that. Hopefully talk about wrestling more. Um, Yeah, all in all, 2017 is going to be a good year. But, that's all I got. Y'all have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye. This is Stephen Kelly, signing out.
0: And, um, welcome to... Well, another video from yours truly. Um, this will be put in the uh, next episode of the podcast, which will be uh, should be available tomorrow. Um, for now, this is uh, my my reaction to the Royal Rumble, um, two thousand seventeen. Um, I I like the match between um, Nia Jax and Sasha Banks. Um, Jax looks like she's about to be built up for better things this year. We'll see what happens. I think they're going to have her keep dominating overall until something major happens. Um, It's good to see Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows finally get a tag team reign. I think they've deserved it. Uh, They've, worked very hard all their careers. They've been around the world. They've done a lot of stuff. Um, multi-time champions. And now they get to be the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. Um, hopefully, that means they're going to be in a major spot at WrestleMania. And while we're on the subject, um, I've noticed Tag team divisions having a backseat in major events, and in my opinion, that needs to stop. Um, they need to g- be given, you know, major status. Not just, not just at the kickoff show. I mean, in the main part of the show. Um, I'm thinking this is garbage. Uh, it needs to stop quit de-emphasizing the tag team divisions from both respective brands because this is getting ridiculous Um, if if the cruiserweight championship can be defended during the main part of the show then tag titles can be defended too Um, but that's just me but anyway Glad to see that tag team actually Have a championship reign Um, In terms of uh, Charlotte versus Bailey That was a pretty good back And forth match Um, Bailey's The way that Bailey has been Going about things in the ring She's It's almost like she's reminding me of Sting To a point Where she takes Charlotte Flair to the limit you know, kind of reminiscent of the, you know, 1980s where Sting took Flair to the limit. Um, I'm hoping that happens, and I'm actually hoping to see some face paint on her in the future. That would be pretty cool. But it was a good back and forth match, and the whole taking them to the limit, but not quite there yet. Um, kind of building Bailey up to be the big underdog. I can see that um, actually being very worthwhile, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, also, um, the respective matches with with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns and John Cena and AJ Styles were pretty good. Um, Owens going through the structure Looks like Reigns was going to win the match Only for Braun Strowman to get his revenge For getting speared by Reigns Good setup And then there was the whole match Between Cena and AJ Styles I wanted AJ Styles to win Honestly And again, this is just me I hope they don't throw Styles away I think it'd be stupid for them to do that. He was a good champion. And and hopefully he'll be given a good role at WrestleMania, not just against Shane McMahon, because that would be entirely, totally stupid. I can see a good match between Undertaker and Reigns, because... It was just a series of disappointments just sudden disappointments um, if you're not wanting spoilers don't watch the rest of this Goldberg humiliates Lesnar again <laughs> again and it was a hilarious moment And the look on Lesnar's face was priceless Goldberg eliminates a couple of people and then Undertaker just eliminates him you know the whole. Ah, damn it! <laughs> but it was a pretty good moment. Undertaker had his moment, and then Reigns came in, and Reigns just went in and just bam, eliminated Undertaker. That's gonna gonna set them up for WrestleMania probably. Seth Rollins um, is probably going to be facing. Triple H at WrestleMania, the the Ultimate Revenge match, to transition into better things. And what I'm hoping will happen at some point is Ambrose loses the Intercontinental Championship, and they all get screwed over at once. And then they finally reunite as the Shield and basically wreak havoc and say we've we've had enough um i look for Cena to lose the championship quickly hopefully not to Randy Orton because we've, we've we've been down this road before it's stupid there is no need no need whatsoever to do this again when They've been at each other's throats time and time again. It's stupid. only way I can see that working is if it turns out Bray Wyatt's using Orton as a puppet. But even then, that would still be somewhat stupid and pointless. If they really want to salvage this, which they get offended if you suggest... Storylines to them, but whatever. I would personally have it to where Lesnar gets the Universal Championship and then somehow Goldberg winds up with the WWE Championship, and the two just keep going and going and going off on a rivalry. But they're probably not going to do that. Instead, they're probably gonna ju- just going to have Goldberg versus Lesnar at WrestleMania again. And maybe just maybe have one last match or maybe maybe they could just let it drop and Lesnar, that one thing that eludes him. Because even if Lesnar wins another match, wins one final match with Goldberg, uh, Lesnar still has somebody who's one-upped. But, you know, one upped him, and that would be Goldberg. So, having Lesnar get revenge is going to be pointless because Goldberg humiliated him a total of three times. So, I don't see the reason behind that, but we'll see what happens. Um, I'm still going to enjoy it regardless. Other people were like, worst rumble ever. ever. There was no surprises whatsoever. Well, the one quote unquote surprise of James Ellsworth being in the rumble. But that that didn't last very long. They pulled nothing. You know, they, they pulled nothing out of their sleeves, so to speak. No tricks were up their sleeves, so that means that it was just kind of mundane to an extent too. Um, There are some good moments. Strumman versus Big Show, that should have lasted a little bit longer in my opinion. But, oh well. But, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with Orton, if he's going to challenge Cena for the championship. Or if he's going to go... Against Kevin Owens for the Universal Championship, I don't know what's going to happen. Owens has to defend that belt against somebody. I guess we'll see who later on. But even with some of its shortcomings, I I still enjoyed the Royal Rumble. And is it me or or did Corey Graves sound like Randy from South Park? I mean, it's just like. Uh-huh. <laughs> It just cracked me up every time he said certain things. He sounded almost like that dude from South Park. So, um, anyway, that's my reaction to Royal Rumble. What are your thoughts on it? Um, just, you know, feel free to comment in the comment section. Also, uh, feel free to check out our Patreon page. Um, we have it up and running now. If you like what we do, want us to be able to do even more um feel free to chip in help us out um short term short term i want us to eventually have some better recording stuff um long term better upgraded hosting and everything else um the way i have it set up now it will it will work quite well at some point though if should we have the privilege of having a bigger audience? Um, I know what's going to happen. Um, it'll put a strain on resources. So that's why I'm setting the groundwork now so that later on we'll have um, a better, you know, chance of being able to reach even more people. As for why we don't... Um, use other services to host the podcast Well, it's so the site ranking actually goes up because if the podcast is coming from the website itself. That means the website itself is getting more traffic, more traffic it gets, the better the site ranking becomes. So everything eventually leads back to the website. Uh, That's my reasoning behind that. So, And I'm also under no illusion that that's going to eventually require upgraded hosting sometime down the road. Um, I want to be able, my dream is to be able to do this type of stuff for a living, do something that I know I have fun with, with people that I enjoy hanging out with for a living and be able to go all across the country to all sorts of places, events. I want to eventually be able to have people live at specific events and say, Hey, I was here. Here's some of the people I was with even get some interviews, those sorts of things. So with just $1 a month, That's just 12 bucks a year. Pretty comparable to a subscription to a magazine, right? Thereabouts. You'll get exclusive access to our newsletter, which I will probably post at the end of this month, which is Tuesday. It's going to be a very brief one. Um, And... uh, But... You know, in the future, it'll be exclusive to those who become one of our Patreons. So, if you go to Patreon.com/TheNextReport, um, you'll be able to, you know, check us out there and and become one of our patrons. And just just a dollar a month, it will start building up momentum for us to be able to do more things and get more stuff done. But um, that's all for now. And this will be part of episode 110 of the podcast, which I'll put together this Tuesday. Anyway, I will see you all later. You all have a wonderful day.